Okay, we're back. I'm your host, Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. Standing by is filmmaker David Baker, and he is going to be talking about his feature documentary, American Wine Story, which is at the Newport Beach Film Festival. His film follows the inspirational story of winemakers from around the country who actually overcame hardship and tragedy as they chased their American dreams by starting their lives over in the wine business. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, David Baker. Hi, David. Hi, how are you doing? Good, thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. This is great. Your film sounds really interesting. I know uh, there are some people that are involved, like Drew Bledsoe, right? And some there's some local OC connections to this film? Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, actually, what we did was talked with a number of people who started off in one career and somehow found, found their way into the wine industry. And um, one of those people is Drew Bledsoe, former NFL star and... and um, record-setting quarterback, uh, and after he finished his football career, he was looking for something to be passionate about, because at uh, 35 years of age, it's too young to retire, so he found that in wine and <clears throat> has done, uh, made, makes an amazing Cabernet in Walla Walla, his hometown. Oh, I love it. Did you actually get to visit him and uh, sample the wine? Yep. We, uh, we spent a day with him up in Walla Walla. and uh, fun. Uh, tasted some of the wine, which is really fantastic, and uh, his football buddies give him a hard time about it still. Do they really? Yeah, they, <laughs> they think it's kind of funny that, you know, sort of a type A athlete-type uh, athlete person is into something, you know, as delicate. So and mellow. Close. and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. How, what attracted you to making this film? Uh, I live in the Willamette Valley of Oregon, which is a beautiful wine country, and uh, was looking for a documentary subject. And... Um, I, I've been to a number of wineries, and I've heard this story over and over again. People said that they used to be a school teacher or a radio personality. We interviewed a couple of those, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then they got into wine. So uh, that was really intriguing to me. I wanted to know what that journey was like. And the other part of the equation is, for a film, you want it to be visual. So um, having vineyards, which are beautiful. Gorgeous, vines, yes. Like people, they, they love beautiful vistas. So, so it came together, and we started exploring about five years ago uh, with some early interviews, and here we are. How long did it take you to make this film? It was, it was about five years. Five years. And a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of wine. Although um, we, always, we always knew that an interview went well when a winemaker kind of disappeared and said, hold on a second, and then we'd hear a clink, clink, clink of some bottles, and they'd bring us the samples to take with us. Oh, but, that's nice. But it was a, a lot more uh, shooting and, and work, and sometimes we'd be filming all day, and people would be drinking wine on camera, but uh, we realized we didn't have any. So not as much wine drinking as you might think. No, I know. I think it's great. It's, I, it is interesting, and that's what inspired me with my show, Get the Funk Out, is how your life is filled with these twists and turns, and sometimes you start off doing one thing, and you end up doing something completely opposite. Yeah, and, you know, with the kind of the trend that we saw in um, radio people going into wine, you might wind up there someday. <laughs> you never know. You never <laughs> know. Uh, tell me about the, uh, you know, basically the reviews you've gotten, what people have said about the film so far. Um, well, we've gotten some, some good uh, press. Uh, we had an L.A. Times piece come out in their, in their food section, and, um, and people nice. are finding it really um, inspiring and you know, we knew that people who are interested in wine would, would, would be interested in the subject matter, but um, we're finding it crossed over to general audiences um, because it's really sort of a, an American dream 
uh, type story and people who get into wine aren't really born into it in this country anyway. Um, so it's something that they discover later on in life. Sometimes they're, they're in their twenties or thirties or even sixties. Um, some of the people that we interviewed. So it's really, you know, it gives people hope that, Hey, you know, I've followed this career path and I'm not really passionate about it, but Mm -hmm. there's other stuff out there that I can pursue. And and, uh, I think that message is connecting. Is it a very hard process to make wine? Is it a, you know, you have to have a certain background or is it uh, fairly easy to learn the craft? Well, um, I think you do need a little bit of an ego to say that you've got this palette that you can create something that is, you know, a high-priced luxury product sometimes. Um, But there's a thousand ways to do it. Some people think you need to be a chemist, and a lot of people are, and they train for that. Um, Other people say they're more of like a poet, and they go on intuition and blend and and decide when to harvest based on their taste and and their emotions. So Mm -hmm. so, um, it's definitely very difficult, but there are... um, there's a broad range of skills that come to the table in a lot of different approaches. Sure, and then there's the marketing, I mean, the label and the packaging, and, I mean, obviously that helps sell the product even if the product doesn't taste so great. Right. You know? <laughs> you can that's really... ex- yeah, that's exactly right. And actually, I think when you ask winemakers what the hardest part is, even though they deal with hail and, you know, terrible weather and things that they can't control, uh, and they work 24 hours a day during harvest and it's physical. The hardest thing that they always say is the marketing and selling the wine. Sure. Because that's not the part they're passionate about. And a lot of these people, you know, they're kind of, um, you know, nerdy wine geeks and they'd much rather hang out in a cellar, you know, sampling from a barrel yes. than to go out and pitch their product. So uh, the, the folks that succeed, you know, take the marketing part to heart. I think you need a team of people to be successful. I mean, not a huge team, but people that understand certain aspects of marketing. I mean, I'll tell you a funny thing. I, I bought a grapevine uh, years ago, and now it's like this grape monster in my backyard. <laughs> it just grows and grows. But I could never imagine, you know, like the whole wine business is a whole other thing. I mean, that you really have to commit to, you know, wholeheartedly. Yeah, uh, imagine a thousand of those, you know. So. <laughs> You'd never find us. I mean, right. As it right, is, this yeah, one it, thing it, takes over, you know. Yeah, it, it definitely is, and it's living by the seasons and, um, you know, kind of giving up control a lot, too, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, allowing the weather, to, you know, working with the weather, you can't, uh, you can't impose your personality on things like that. So. Right, right. The grapevines are actually beautiful. I mean, I don't know if anybody, you know, listening has one, but they are really beautiful. I mean, just when you think they're dormant and the thing is dead, Spring comes and they just shoot out all these vines, and then you have this beautiful crop of grapes. Yeah, and it, that's, I think, um, part of the experience. Uh, something that I've found is that people um, who have got into the wine business sometimes uh, have that experience where they go visit a winery and they're standing in a vineyard and they're mm-hmm. looking around at this beautiful scenery, and they're, they're saying, I want to do this uh, somehow. And I think a lot more people start and then when they find out how hard it is, they give up along the way. But right. people in our film are the ones that saw those beautiful vines and took it all the way. And some are struggling still. Some mm-hmm. have never made a profit, uh, some of the people we interviewed. But others are, are doing fairly well. And today the film is showing at 1230. Uh, is that, um, do you know the theater? If you don't, I'll just have people look it up on the Newport Beach Film Festival site. 
Oh, yeah, it's at that Fashion Island at 1230 today, and I'll be there talking with folks. And we're also screening on Wednesday at noon. We had a sold-out screening on um, Saturday, which was our world premiere. So that was really rewarding. Um, this is a funny question. Do you do you find that people prefer red over white or something over something else or just a whole variety of wines? Well, you know, uh, we've kind of learned that there's a cycle. A lot of people start with uh, sweeter wines and white wines and that sort of thing. And then mm-hmm. when they get more serious about wine, they discover the, the reds. Some of them are more tannic or bitter and they're harder to approach and take more time to appreciate. And then the interesting thing is that a lot of the winemakers that we interviewed kind of go back to white and rediscover white wine later on. So it seems, you know, it's different for everybody and it's really personal, but there's a general move from sweeter wines to red wines, big, bold wines, and then to more delicate red wines and then white wines again that are um, drier. And, and so it, it, it's a lifelong discovery process, I think. It sounds like the whole process of making this film was a great experience for you. Yeah, it really, uh, really... And it gave me the wine bug, and I planted a couple grapevines in my yard. And, you did. Uh, have a barrel of homemade wine in the garage now. We'll see how that turns out. So, um, although one thing I did learn is that I probably don't want to sink my life savings into it like these other people. Sure. Uh, filmmaking is one uh, <laughs> one uh, one project enough. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, your website again? It is thewinemovie.com, and uh, folks can sign up there. We'll be going online uh, hopefully by the end of the summer and we've got more screenings coming up we'll be at the Mendocino Film Festival in June so uh, yeah we hope uh, people who are passionate about wine or maybe have been thinking about taking this journey will come check it out that's great and also you're on Twitter the wine movie and Facebook Facebook is uh, at uh, Three Crows Media which is the name of our production company and we have all of our events posted there too any last parting words before we have to wrap up? Uh, well, I just need to say that the uh, Newport Beach Film Festival and the whole community has been fantastic. There's a lot of film lovers down here, and they come out in big crowds, and, and I've been really blown away by the hospitality and, and how well-run the festival is. It's really a, a, a treasure for this community, I think. That's great. You know what? I do love the festival. I've been part of it as well, and uh, they do an amazing job. Yeah. It, I've been... Didn't know what to expect. This is our first festival with this film and, and couldn't be happier. It was just a great fit for us. Well, thanks so much for calling in, David. It was great talking to you. This is David Baker with American Wine Story. Thank you, Janine. Have a great day. Okay, you too. All right, bye-bye. Again, David Baker, and if you missed any part of this interview, it'll be up on my show blog uh, probably within the next hour. Uh, again, we're right in the middle of our fun drive. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call, 949-824-5824, and uh, show some love for our station. We've been here as volunteers for years. You know what we do, and we want to be here for you in the future, and we'd love your support. We can give you some fantastic gifts this year. As Sheldon mentioned, Doheny tickets, T-shirts, CDs, a whole bunch of great stuff. So we'd love to hear from you, 949-824-5824. Going to take a quick break. Then we're going to hear from another guest from the Newport Beach Film Festival, Justin Giddings, with his film, Normal a Film. 